Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Tony Robinson is the founder of The Cookie People. She has a huge network of followers online, but she's relatively new to in-person networking. However, it's definitely something she intends to do more of. Thank you very much for joining me on my podcast, Tony. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Now, you're the founder of The Cookie People. Can you just briefly describe your business for our listeners? So we are a, uh, we are a business that basically solely focuses on cookie-based products. And we sell it in store, we sell at um, events, we also sell online where we post all over the UK. And when did you start and what was it that made you start your business? Uh, whenever I get asked when did I start I always have to like you know like go back to like you know when you're trying to work back your date of birth and you're like where was it I'm like which I can't, I can't remember and um, so I think it was to that very end of 2016 is when we like officially started mm. and um but it it was quite the first year I would say was relatively slow and then after that it was like make like super hyper drive fast so the way it started was my I had my first child and he had a dairy allergy. Right. And he's nine now. So you really couldn't get many dairy free um, dairy free things mm. back then. It was it was a lot more difficult. So I had this thing where I was like, I am making him his first birthday cake. He is not having no birthday cake. That's really sad. Yeah. Um, this was I was twenty four and I'd never baked. So <laughs> I was like <laughs> Okay, so I basically started baking, t- testing all the recipes with um, for the dairy-free side of things. Um, and I found that I found it really therapeutic and I actually really enjoyed the process, mm. which then made me want to try to bake other things. And a friend of mine asked me if I could um, do... She had a woman's institute and she asked me if I could go to this woman's institute event and basically sell some things because somebody had dropped out last minute. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to sell. This is mad. So I said, I'll do um, sugar cookies. You know, the ones that are decorated. Yes. Um, but what with having a small child, I did not have the time to do this. So I just decided <laughs> what's really quick and easy, cookies. <laughs> so um, I made made loads of cookies. But the problem is, is my personality is I can't... Um, can't do anything by half I always have to go a little bit too full on it's just I do it with everything in my life so I created a logo um called the cookie people um and ordered some stickers and I turned up at this tiny little village hall WI event and I sold all my cookies um and I went home to my husband and I just said do you know what there's something in this Mm. Um, and that was at the end of 2016. 2017, we got a um, the council to come around to do like a hygiene yeah. check on the house. And then we started doing events in 2017, you know, just like farmers markets and things like yeah. that. Um, so that's that's how it started. <laughs> well, um, if you if you manage to sell out to the WI, I think that was a <laughs> pretty good accolade to start with. <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing because I think it was like two days before I didn't know what I was just I was just doing a favor for a friend because uh, at the time um, I I'd, I was I was already self-employed you see at the time um, uh, doing a sports massage therapist. Ah. Um, 
So uh, I was already doing that. Um, so it was a bit of a throw, I just thrown in the, in the deep end, really. Um, but because she'd seen me baking for my son, for his dairy mm. allergy, she just was like, please help me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, because so that's basically what, what, what started it all off. Um, and then from that point, we did um events and my and then we we did a a website so you could order online because we were having loads of people saying oh my god could you please send this to me and mm. we were like ooh so we went live um or with our website in 2000 and oh I want to say it was 2017 we went live with the website yeah um and that's when social media just blew up so from from the website going live I think we had like 600 Instagram followers um, and it was literally, it was just flying. It wasn't within like, I think eight months, we were up to 20,000. Wow. Just Yeah. <laughs> and I think now we're at like 61,000. So I think um, that was kind of the, being able to post our product became the catalyst, I think. Yeah. So describe to me what your cookies are like. So they are, they're very, they're not, um, I would class them as a little bit more American cookies mm-hmm. then, because I think people can sometimes get confused that um, a biscuit and a cookie are the same thing. They just have different names, but they're they're not the same thing. The way that I kind of make them different in my mind is if a cookie goes stale, it goes soft. If a cookie goes stale, it goes hard. Um, and that's the kind of the science behind the product. So if you have like a digestive biscuit and it's stale, it ends up going all soft, doesn't yeah. it? Whereas if you have a cookie, it should be really soft. When it starts getting quite hard, that's when you know, okay, that's that's past its best um but our cookies are I just think they're like extra they're like cookies but like with a little bit of sass so (laughs) (laughs) they've got um we just make the most crazy flavors we do stuffed cookies we do um we sell edible cookie dough so if you ever come into like our store you'll see um there's like a counter filled with what looks like different ice creams but it's actually edible cookie dough Uh, so that's a bit of a, an unusual one. So you buy that by the scoop, um, <laughs> but it's re- it's safe for you to eat. Uh, we do cookie pizzas, so it looks like a pizza, but it's got Nutella and chocolate all yeah. over it. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's just cookies, but just taken to a very different level. Yeah. And so how did you perfect your recipes? How long did it take? Uh, to, to be fair, the, the first recipe I started with um, is different to the recipe I have now so I think the first year and a half was kind of my basic cookie recipe Um, and then I would to every night I would change because I'm I'm quite into I love the science of things but Mm. I've discovered I've got a very unusual brain we're trying to figure out what is what it is about my brain but I get (laughs) I somebody's said to me before I think you might need to get tested because you might have a little bit of like ADHD or something (laughs) which does make sense now I'm like you might be right because I have to, everything I do, I have to do it perfect for me, not for anyone else, but yeah. for me. So when I was doing the the, uh, the cookie recipe, I would I needed to learn the science of it. I needed to know, well, what is the science of the butter and the flour and how the ratios and the temperatures. And yeah. so I just had to basically know everything about cookies. Otherwise, like, how could I call myself a cookie expert if I didn't know everything? Yeah. Um, so I would just change a few things out. If if the cookie came out maybe a bit too flat, I would be like, right, uh, that's a temperature or a butter issue. And I would p- literally keep tweaking the recipe um, until I was like, this is it. Um, and that's been the recipe I've had now for, uh, I would say, for the last, what we probably three, three, four years, that's the recipe 
it's never changed. Yeah. And so who was eating all the results of your experiments? <laughs> Andy, my husband. He, honestly, I think he definitely put on a bit of weight in the early years. <laughs> I was just kept going in, going, try this one. But he's not as... Um, pernickety as me so he was like yeah it's fine I'm like yeah but can you taste the the buttery difference and there's, there's a slight tartness to this one isn't there and he'd be like um yeah <laughs> so tell me about some of the flavors that you have on offer now oh so we we actually quite like to name our um our cookies they have little names I give them personalities so um every month we change our um like our menu so mm. that because we have so many different flavors for people to be able to try them on. So, for example, we have a, which is one of my favourite ones, it's called Cinnabon Hun, mm. and it is a cinnamon spiced cookie with a maple glaze. So mm. if, if you imagine like a glazed donut, but it's yeah. a glazed cookie. So it's not something I've ever seen anywhere yeah. else. Um, so that's so it's like a it's like a churro but as a cookie. Yeah. Um, we have uh, one called Kevin Vegan, <laughs> which is a play on Kevin Keegan, and it's um, a vegan cookie. Um, we have uh, what's uh, biscoff? We have like biscoff cheesecake, which is a uh, it's like a vanilla cookie stuffed with um, lotus biscoff mm. spread. <laughs> it's got a cheesecake topping, but they they are very. Ex, like extravagant cookies um but we have um every week we have eight different flavors we have three different flavors of dough and the cookie dough we have you know like kinder we have birthday cake which is you know sprinkles yeah. and so there's it's a very colorful counter i'll give you that <laughs> and which is your most popular would you say it's it's called jammy d so it's got jammy dodgers on top and mm. it's um no matter what we do there are other cookies that are very close but that one everybody loves it it's being a very simple jam white chocolate cookie um like a bit like a, a raspberry and white chocolate style yeah and yeah if we ever take that off the menu for a couple of weeks people do start emailing us and messaging <laughs> us like can we get that cookie back on please so i would say that one is definitely our yeah our most popular yeah so how many cookies would you say you make in a week do you know, I went into a, um, a prime, uh, an infant school to do a talk on this and they actually asked me and I gave them, I found it was, um, I found the, the number because it does vary because we have two locations now as well. Um, I would say it's about, let's give a quick maths in my head. <laughs> um, it's probably between two and a half to 4,000 a week. Wow. Two and a half thousand to four thousand, depending on the time of year and things. Yeah. And I think at really busy times, if we've got events as well, it could go up to five thousand. That's yeah. just the, that's just the cookies. And um, we obviously have um, brownies and other things as well. So I would say about five thousand treats, like five thousand yeah. items a week. I would say. Yeah. And and how many people are in your team now? Uh, well, we just added. So there's ten. There's ten people in the team, and then there's also me and Andy. So all together, we're a team of twelve now which blows my mind every time I think about that. <laughs> like, oh, it worries me. <laughs> <laughs> and you say you've got two locations. So wh where are you based? So we have um, our main bakery and uh, a front of, sh like, um, stores in mm -hmm. Ashby in Scunthorpe, which is like a, a, a mini high street. Yeah. And then we have, there's a, a big park called Central Park. And there is, we have like, we call it our hatch and it's um, basically a building where you have like a serving hatch and mm. people can buy at the park. So we're there as well. 
Oh, I bet that's popular. Oh, it's gone mad. That's the one which we, we've only been there for eight weeks. And it's it's a very different, because we're very passionate about our, um, our coffee as well, you see. So yeah. we we sell a lot of um, drinks. We And again, because I'm a perfectionist, all of our drinks are to our own recipes as well. So we have to make them in-house. So it's iced and frozen drinks in the park on a hot day, I think. We make hundreds. It's good. You should come. It's brilliant. Yeah, I will. (laughs) Now I know about it. So are you still growing? Do you think you're going to add to your team? Yeah. So I think we've always had a rough idea of what it is we wanted to do. And then when the opportunity comes to us, I think we're quite quick to go, is this what we want? Um, So a couple of times we've been offered locations in um, city centres and um, we've been offered places in Meadowhall, in Lincoln, and we get quite far down the process and then we go, do we want want this? And I think it's because we realise we are quite small. We like we like being part of our business and the idea of Mm. expanding it. I think we would lose a part of our personality a little bit. Yeah. So we're trying to find that balance of expanding, but then also not expanding past our personality and past what what our like because we have a lot of um, ethics and a lot of things that we mm. you know we really stand for. So our next plan at the moment, which is something I've actually only just decided really, is I'm I'm going to try to repurpose old buildings that have been abandoned because we're very big into the environment and um recycling and as a business I hate the idea that we're adding to the the climate crisis and things so for us that's a massive thing so if we can find an old building that's you know like an old toilet block that's like lost its love (laughs) and then bring cookies to it like yay (laughs) so at at the moment that's kind of what we're we're thinking we're going to do and rather than expand into cities we're thinking why don't we expand into the smaller towns that maybe Mm. don't have cities have lots of choice it's the small towns that don't so we think why why give more choice to the bigger cities when we could maybe yeah so that's kind of where our head is at the moment yeah oh interesting and obviously people in cities can still order online anyway can't they well we yeah and to be fair we get a lot of customers travel to us from places and it's always really funny when you get people from London that come to Scunthorpe and they're like I cannot believe I've come <laughs> to get cookies we've had because we've had a couple of well like um like known names um yeah. come and buy cookies from us um and they we, we, um, uh, we were mentioned on Gogglebox um because somebody from one of the Gogglebox um show what are they called not it's not a character is it but the, one of the people that appear on, on Gogglebox yeah, yeah. um she's one of our customers so she actually travels from Leeds to us quite <laughs> quite regular so when um, when she had mentioned it on Gogglebox it went mad it was like oh my god everyone was messaging <laughs> us um so it's it's yeah it's definitely a thing where people do travel to us because of the social media following people come to us because of that yeah brilliant well I could talk to you about cookies all day but we ought to talk about some networking which is what the podcast is about (laughs) so we we actually met at a networking event where you'd supplied some cookies and I have to say they were absolutely delicious I'm glad (laughs) so is networking something that you've done very much of for your business okay I'll be on complete that was the first networking event I've ever done (laughs) I've never been to one before 
um, I even spoke it and I can, I'm sure that was, I cringed thinking back at what I said. I was like, oh, how, I hope I did okay. You did, because um, I thought I must get her on my podcast. <laughs> oh, so that's good, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the first one I've ever done. Um, first, we were contacted to see if we could supply the cookies mm-hmm. um, and then if we wanted to come along. And then she did say, would you would you um, mind maybe talking? So I was like, oh, Okay, so um, I've always had this thing, if I'm scared of it, I've got to do it. Um, I'm not going to not do it just because I'm scared. That's not a good enough reason to not do something. Um, so I just kind of chucked myself in. But yeah, that was the first one I ever went to. And I I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect. Mm. But yeah, it was it was actually really good. So in terms of networking events, that's the first one of those I've done. But I, I do network, but in my own way. You do a lot online, don't you? Yes, I do a lot through social media, um, which for me is how my business grows. So I guess it's the correct way for mm-hmm. me to be doing it because if that's the growth aspect, I guess that's where the growth, that's what will feed the growth, isn't it? So Yeah, yeah. So tell me which, which platforms you're particularly active on. So I'd say um, Instagram's our main platform. Um, that's more of our... It, it reaches our whole audience mm-hmm. um facebook is more for our local audience yeah um we are on tiktok and that's more just because i think for you you, you kind of have to be on tiktok now if you're a business i think it's almost like forced it's like mm-hmm. you have to do this um uh, and i'm also on linkedin but very recently on linkedin that's my that's my newest ad add to the list but instagram's definitely my main yeah. The, the main platform I use yeah and so what kind of content do you put out there so at the moment I try I try to always have really good images just to basically entice people in to see the see the product but then I'm also I try to put out content which is obviously the fun aspects because I do try to make the days fun because if you if you can't have a cookie shop and have a fun job that's there's a, there's something wrong there <laughs> You have to be fun. So I do try to um, put my team on, on the spot and it's always funny. It's very, it's not serious. We don't do anything serious. It's we're kind of messing around, but then also showing, showing a bit, a bit of behind the scenes, but obviously we can't show too much because then you'll be giving away your trade yeah, secrets. Yeah. <laughs> um, so showing behind the scenes, talking about what's going on in the flavors. But then I do, I do touch upon, um, um, I do put content out there for other small businesses because we do have a lot of our followers are other small businesses. Yeah. Um. So I do like to put out content aimed at them as well to kind of be like, you're not on your own. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard sometimes. Um. So that's the kind of content I do. It's more it's more product led, but then also behind the scenes. Yeah. And what would you say gets the most interaction? Definitely. Well, to be fair, it's either in terms of the products, it, it's if it looks filthy, you know, if you're looking at it and you're like, wow, like it's got white chocolate dripping over it. <laughs> um, I think one of our videos on TikTok, we got 1.1 million wow. um, v- views on it and it was just a cookie dough dipped in white chocolate. So it's anything that I think if somebody can look through the screen and go, I want to eat that mm. <laughs> now. They they always do really well, um, and then the ones on the other side that they're, they're not they're not product content. I would say it's it's actually the ones where I'm talking probably from my heart a little bit and being quite um open, being quite open and 
really honest and say, saying something that maybe other people are thinking but haven't said it yet so yeah. they're the two the two things that I think definitely get my the most interactions yeah. and I think you know being genuine is probably what's going to grow your network and grow your network with people that you you resonate with yeah I think that's the thing I am I'm a very I am who I am I can't I don't ever put on a you'd have noticed at the networking event, I never put on a different person for different situations. No. I'm mm-hmm. just me regardless. So I could be talking to somebody like the Queen of England and I would still talk like this. <laughs> um, and I just, I can't be anyone else other than me. Um, and I also don't want to be anyone else other than me because yeah. I think that's that's probably, I can't do, I can't be anyone else better because I can only be myself. So I just think if I want to give somebody the best version of me then I have to just give them me because that's all I've got really so um so that's yeah so I'm always really genuine so I think that's one of the reasons why because our social media has grown organically um I've never we've never done anything other than just post Mm -hmm. um so I think because people follow our they don't just follow for the cookies I think they follow for the story and yeah yeah it's more of a personal thing as well definitely yeah so now that you've been to to one networking event that you got asked to speak at is that something you think you'll do more of definitely yeah definitely I think if if I'm going to be completely honest I think if I wasn't asked to supply cookies and talk would I have just gone probably not no Mm. I probably wouldn't have gone and which is wrong because now I've kind of gone I would go back again so yeah 100% I think I'm really glad that they asked me to go for those reasons because if they'd have just asked me to go I probably wouldn't have gone because I don't think I would have known what it could bring yes yeah yeah so if someone's listening who like you sort of hasn't done in-person networking at all and is maybe thinking mm, that's not for me what what advice would you give to them I would say 100% because I I think for me I've learned that it isn't just good for and I think I spoke about this at that networking event, it's not just about networking to grow your business, it's networking to grow you as a person because in a business you have to be able to wear lots of hats and sometimes you don't know anything about certain things. So when you go to these events and you meet people, it's like meeting like-minded people and it's that you just feel a little bit less alone and it's really interesting to see all these people that are like they're there to grow their business so they're passionate about their business which is what I am so I'm sitting there going oh wow your guys are passionate too and having a really passionate conversation with somebody is so fulfilling and I got so much from it on a business level because I mean I'm now speaking to you which I would this wouldn't mm-hmm. this would never have happened yeah um I would I've also um been speaking to a couple of like wedding venues that are now wanting us to potentially become suppliers that mm-hmm. would never have happened um so it did work with business 100% it helped the business grow but I feel like I've added to my um my little community as well which is good for my my mindset and my mental well-being because now I can sit there and be like oh if I've got a question about a wedding venue and I'm like I've been asked to do this wedding venue I might be able to go to one of these new friends and say is this normal and they might say no 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 that's not normal so I feel (laughs) like it's given me like um it's given me but two sides of um something I didn't have so yeah I would 100% and it's not scary either I think everybody yeah 
everybody's like you so it's fine yeah it's fine it's yeah. absolutely fine and I know another way that you um you might not consider it growing your network but I think it is I know you get asked to do talks for um for schools and so on don't you because my my yes. son's at or just has finished at John Leggett College in Scunthorpe and I know you've been in there to give talks so tell me something about about the work you do in, in education so I think um I've been asked to go to um all different ages and it's definitely not something I would ever have thought I would do but I will say it's definitely something I want to do more of um I I absolutely I hate the idea of it when I'm going in I feel so (laughs) nervous even when they're like five-year-olds I'm like oh god I get really nervous but then when I leave I just feel really I get like a bit of a buzz I'm like this is this is insane um but it's different things but I think it's talking to people about how there isn't this one route of the world where you go to education you go into further education and then you have to go and get a job in you know the the things where what mm-hmm. do you want to be when you grow when you want what do you want to do when you grow up yeah. there's a list of like 20 things and you have to pick from one of the 20 yeah I think I'm going in and almost saying there's thousands of things don't just look at the 20 like there's so many opportunities for for you so I go in and explain to the really little children what I do so it's like I bake cookies but then I also have to be good at art because I have to do the marketing side so you can't just whatever job you want to do there's so many parts of that so being at school is great because you're learning lots of different subjects and believe it or not they will all come together at some point Mm -hmm. in whatever job you choose Um, but then also saying that if you are not overly academic because I was um I was okay at school, but I am um, dyslexic. So for me, I did I did really well just considering. Um, but at the same time, I'm definitely a creative person. So yeah. going into schools and explaining to somebody like I'm a creative person and I now own a cookie shop. What a, that's such a strange thing to own. <laughs> so it's going in and talking to people and giving them the ideas that you are, you are at the beginning of your journey now. So like, have a little bit more imagination and yeah. have a little bit more give, giving people a bit more scope I think yeah well I'm I'm sure that you inspire lots of the children that, that you speak to so just finally then Tony if people want to buy cookies from you where can they find you Okay, so if you we have a website which is uh, thecookiepeople.co.uk and you can go on there and we post all over the UK um if it's any corporate orders, because we do do um, corporate events as well, um, you can just email us at hello at thecookiepeople.co.uk um, and then just follow us on social media. So you've got Instagram, which is thecookiepeopleco. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's where you can find us. Lovely. Well, thank you very much and uh, the best of luck with your business for the next few years. Thank you so much. It's been such a lovely morning. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.